0: minute tyre safety check at your local tyre power. team Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for all your class leading Kia vehicles and servicing. Breakfast with Mark
1: Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! 20 minutes past 7 on SENSA Breakfast Wrench Studio Lumo powered by Lumo Energy SA. A massive thanks to Montane Kia. Family Cars at Port Adelaide. Mark Bickley still in Melbourne at the moment. Going to be driving back. So, geez, that's always fun, the drive back, isn't it? Because you're not excited anymore. The drive there is great because you've got something to look forward to. But, oh, driving back sucks.
0: No, well, look, I've been in Melbourne enough now. I'm ready to come home. So, happy. I can't wait to get in to see you tomorrow. That's the thing. Yeah, who has control
1: over the music playlist when you're not listening to SEN on the drive over?
0: Well, that's the thing. We often just... There's four of us in the car with the two boys, so we often rotate around. Mm. You get one song each, which is pretty ordinary when you've got sort of teenagers. You get some rubbish that's getting played out of the back seat. Let me tell you.
1: Do you go on the the giant slide in Nil? There's a big slide that you go down, and it's been <laughs> there for about fifty years. You should no. do that. No, I don't take a photo of it. yourself on the giant slide today and send it in. We'll chuck it on the socials.
0: I'll be just. I'll be going straight through Nil. Where
1: are you going to stop?
0: I don't know. I haven't thought about that.
1: All right. Well, I'm glad I asked that question. Um, on one three hundred seven three six seven three six, Joe has called in from Brompton. So immediately, you have won the Archie's Footwear voucher for one hundred bucks, Joe. But you got to talk to us first. So, what do you want to talk about, mate? Thanks for listening.
0: Morning, men. I'm just ringing up about the number one draft. Pick. If I was West Coast, I'd be trying to pawn it off to get two to three first rounders, if possible. It's interesting, Joe, because there's a, a local uh, player who they think is around going to go around number two. Mm. So even if they just swap one spot and they get the local player at two who they really want and then they get something thrown in, the steak knives thrown in, which might be something, whether it's a second round or, I don't know, something else that enables uh, North Melbourne to get the number one pick. And North Melbourne, of course, remember, they've got a couple of extra picks, three extra picks over the, the next two years. Maybe they throw one of those extra picks in. That, that once again, to your point, gives them two players for the price of one. And we know they did that last year and they were happy with that with some success. So if they've done it two years in a row, they could potentially turn um, two picks into four players, which would be
1: great. Who do you support, Joe? Uh, I'm
0: a Port fan.
1: Yeah, okay. Happy with Travis Boak?
0: Uh, Yeah, very happy. He's been a legend, so he's got the right to go around again.
1: And he's still delivered this year. still pretty good, so he's serviceable. Absolutely. Mate, congratulations. You've won the Archie's Footwear Voucher. Can I
0: just ask Joe a question? Because it's sort of on the opposite for Port Adelaide. They gave up a couple of first-round draft picks for for Jason Horn Francis. So instead of having one pick and, and, and turning that into two or three players for West Coast, were you happy with Port using two or three picks to get hold of Jason Horn Francis? Uh, well, i it was because he'd already been in the system and he's going to be a gun. Mm. Whereas mm-hmm. players, number one, you're never quite sure what you're going to get and I feel like he's going to deliver. So I am happy with that. Yes, and, and on exposed form, I think you should be rubbing your hands together with what's to come. He looks like an absolute star of the future, if not already.
1: Thank you, Joe. Let's have a listen to West Coast List Boss in Rowan O'Brien. This is what he said yesterday about the number one pick.
0: Uh, it's a fairly simple position, uh, to be honest. Um, we're feeling like at this stage we're likely to keep the selection and go to the draft. It doesn't come along very often, pick one, and you know we're trying to bring in some high and young talent, so it's a, a unique opportunity in that regard. We'll listen to everyone's offers if they come our way, um, and that's you know we're open minded around that, but it's going to have to be something pretty special, I think, to turn our heads. Um, so we'll just see what unfolds. At this time last year, we didn't think we'd trade pick two, and that changed, uh, and we feel it worked out really well. So we'll listen to those offers and just see what happens.
1: Okay, Bix, quickly, before we head to the break, I want you to go through a uh, recent history of number one draft picks because there's a lot of pressure on Harley Reid at the moment before the kids even picked up a sharing in the AFL system.
0: Yeah, so last year it was Aaron Cadman who... Uh, played a couple of games without setting the world on fire he's uh, he went to GWS after that uh, number one pick was traded the year before was Jason Horn Francis who looks like he's going to be a genuine star uh, 2020 was Jamara Yugal Hagen mm-hmm. who is on his way to being A great player, if not uh, already. Kicked five goals in a game for the Bulldogs this year and had a good run. Matt Rowe, uh, it was 2019, was the number one uh, pick. He's going to be a very good player for a long time. 2018 was Sam Walsh. He looks like a bona fide uh, player for Carlton. Won the player of the final series. Cam Rayner was 2017. Well, he showed this year that he's a very, very, very good player. Andrew McGrath was 2016. So he's been solid. Interesting Sort of back pocket, half back flank. You don't often see too many number one picks in that area. Jacob Wietering was 2015. Well, he's, uh, you know, a great leader and a key position stalwart for Carlton. 2014, this is where it gets a little bit interesting. 2014 was Paddy McCartan at St. Kilda. Didn't work out for a whole range of reasons. 2013 was Tom Boyd. Uh, He was at the GWS Giants. Didn't work out for a whole bunch of reasons. 2012 was Lockie Whitfield. Well, he's a star. Uh, 2011, Jonathan Patton, GWS Giants. Well, that didn't work out. David Swallow, 2010, has been a really good player for a long time, but he's been more solid than star, I would suggest, at the Gold Coast Suns. Tom Scully in 2009, didn't really work out for Melbourne. Uh, Jack Watts in 2008. All right, well, we could go through all of them. There's Mm. a lot
1: there. So, two things that stand out for me there, Bix. Um, First of all, Apart from uh, Luke Hodge in 2001 and uh, Tom Boyd it's in 2013, it's a bit of an anomaly because he changed clubs. No premiership players there. So number one draft picks, Luke Hodge, Tom Boyd in mm-hmm. that whole time. So... Uh, yes, the and way since, that since
0: two thousand, yeah.
1: since two thousand, yeah. So the way that equalisation works, of course, you're going to go to a rebuilding team. Luke Hodge going it in two thousand and one, and then gets his first premiership in two thousand and eight. But still, um, once
0: again, that was a traded pick as well. That yeah, it was, was Fremantle's pick. Yeah, definitely. So, so it wasn't Hawthorne's pick.
1: If you want the team success, it may not. Comes straight away with that number one pick, but you build around them for sure. Um, we we got a text in, uh 154 This is from KD of Horsham and Neil. Bix, you definitely need to have a stop in, Neil. Call into the Wimmera Bakery or the Neil Diner for a coffee and feed, then go down the slide, as Jared suggested. It breaks the drive nicely. Safe travels.
0: Well, here's my point. What if it's a bit drizzly? I, I think I'll you should... A- I'll get a wet bottom when I go on the slide. So the
1: people of Country Victoria uh, who are listening today, uh, make sure you are, if Bix leaves at about 9 o'clock this morning, so just after lunchtime, Bix will be at nil going down the slide and will sign autographs. At the the base of the nil slide, (laughs) Bix will do a meet and greet and sign some autographs as well. Are you okay with that?
0: Yeah, there'll be a huge line though, I suspect. Okay,
1: it's 28 minutes past seven. Good morning. (laughs)